Welcome to The Intersection, a podcast on spirituality and social justice with three women of different ages who live in three different states with three different skin colors. Grounded in spirituality and love, we strive to think, speak, and behave in ways that will bring about a better world for all people. We are committed to admitting mistakes and missteps, excited to grow, and willing to make that growth public. We are so grateful that you've clicked play. Thank Thank you for your willingness to grow with us. Hello, everybody. So we're popping in for just short episode today. We're going to talk about the breath. Amanda and I both facilitate breath work. Jamila, I've been lucky enough to facilitate breath work for. And I just really believe in the power of the breath in general. There's so many different types of breath work that you could do. And each type of breath work has different things that it does for the body and for the mind and for the soul. I do revelation breath work myself. And then there's Wim Hof that can be really, really energizing and energetic. And Amanda, you want to talk about pranayama a little bit? So in the West, we when we say yoga, we think of asana, which is the actual poses of yoga. But yoga has eight limbs. So eight different pieces that make up yoga. And asana is just one of those. And one of the eight limbs of yoga is pranayama, which is different breath work. And the thing that I really appreciate about pranayama is... Well, like you were saying, like depending on how we breathe, it has different effects on our body. There's pranayama that if you want to cool your body down, there's pranayama if you want to warm your body up, there's pranayama that can take you into like deep meditative, like altered states even. There's pranayama that's great for maintaining a healthy weight in your body. So pranayama and breath control is one of these beautiful things. So many options for pranayama. And when I think of the breath, I think of it like this beautiful, beautiful thing that we never have to think about. And it's this thing that sustains us that we never have to think about, like many functions that happen in our body. But the (laughs) cool thing about the breath is that we can bring our awareness to it and we can change it and use it to have a specific outcome in our bodies unlike liver function. I can't bring my awareness to my (laughs) liver function and change the course of it. So that's one of the things that I really appreciate about the breath is that it's always there. It's this beautiful gift that sustains us. And we can also be really intentional by bringing our awareness to it. And Jamila, what was your experience with breath work like the breath work session we had together? It was amazing. It was so much more than I was expecting to be perfectly honest. So I had never even heard of breath work before I met Carol. And when she talked about it, I was like, huh? And she offered to do a session with me and she asked what obstacle did I want to kind of tackle. And for me, it was inner child work. And we did this breath work and it did kind of take me to alternate state where I got to the point where I could physically see my inner child. I could physically see my younger self. And it was just like having a conversation and being able to forgive myself and try to just get some healing. It wasn't a one-stop drop type of thing. It's still something that I'm working on, but to be even be able to get to that point where I can, in my mind's eye, see my little self and in my eyes, I see the trauma that she's been through and trying to kill it. It was just such a peaceful, moving thing. I mean, I was in tears during it. It was very amazing. And I know it sounds very, to us everyday people that aren't familiar with this, it sounds really crazy. But it was so healing. It is definitely something I'm interested in doing more of. And it was just amazing. It was just deep breaths and it was music and it was calming your mind and it was beautiful. And I still, 
even right now, I could close my eyes and I could see my younger self, my inner child, and I talk to her. And it's a place of being able to be like, yes, you're scared or yes, you had this and I am who you are now and you are beautiful and you are strong. And it really helps me in my today life because when I'm getting in those freak out stages, <laughs> which we all go to, I can still go back to that. That was just one session. So it's something that I definitely am interested in learning more about. But again, I'm still at working at a point in my real life of trying to slow my life down. And, <laughs> and like the breath is so helpful with that, right? Like yeah. the breath is so helpful to slow us down. And another thing I'm thinking about before we hit record, Amanda's time, like breath's been around this whole time because it's life. Like breath is life, right? Like when I was pregnant and we were taking all these classes, so much of the focus was on breath. So much of the focus was like, okay, when you feel this in your body, you can breathe in this way. You could breathe in this way because breath itself is life. It's the sustaining thing. Like it's over and over and over again, giving itself to us saying, take me, use me to thrive. Like we don't need to think about it. Like you were saying. But I find the thing that you're reminding me right now, Jamila, is the breath is like magic because when we focus on it, we can use it to stretch time. When we're feeling elevated or a little chaotic, the deep breath can help us regulate again. And it feels so natural. Like I was working with some teachers who were like practicing, like, what would you do in this moment and kind of like role play scenarios? And a couple of them just really naturally before they even started talking, we're like, okay, the first thing I would do, let's take a deep breath together. Because we know that the breath does that. We know the breath helps us regulate. We know the breath can slow down time a little bit. And also when I think about when I've been crying in the past, like crying so much that the breath is really sharp and rapid and like inhales like all the way, that makes time feel all, all smashed. The breath can really stretch time or shrink time depending on how we're using it. It's also one of those things, so that's because it is something unconscious that we don't think about. In order to utilize it effectively, we have to take consciousness of breath. We have to make ourselves aware of our breath, that how we're breathing, that, that we can actually just take a deep breath, hold it for a second, relax it, relax, let it go. And it does calm you down, even in your most chaotic, crazy moments. And it gives you a chance to think for a second before you react. So that's, but you have to slow down enough to even to recognize or acknowledge your breath. I also want to acknowledge that something I learned at my yoga teacher training, I did my yoga teacher training in India. And one of the things that they talked about was in the West, we actually only use about the top third of our lungs. We are really shallow breathers across the board. Mm -hmm. And so a helpful practice for anyone is to just start breathing to the bottom of your lungs which is a slower inhale and exhale. And it actually involves pushing your belly out a little bit on the inhale, like you're filling your lungs, letting them take up space in your body. And then exhale, like bring it all of the breath out. And so what ends up happening is that we've talked before about sense of urgency in our culture and the go, go, go and the productivity. And when we only breathe in the top third of our lungs, what happens is that it's a way that, that keeps us in that more cortisol, adrenaline, fight or flight mode because we're not getting enough oxygen. And that is breathing that's re like short, shallow breathing is related to stress in our mm -hmm. bodies. Mm -hmm. So without us being aware of it and just day to day, moment to moment, that's the breath that we've adopted. So when we take the time to have a practice 
of breathing really deeply. And for anyone who's listening that wants to kind of like, when and how do I practice that? Think of an activity that you do a lot throughout the day, whether maybe you drive a lot or maybe I always use a sink as a reference point because we go to the sink often throughout the day to fill your water, to rinse a dish, to wash your hands. Every time you go to the sink, like come back to really deep belly breathing and stay with it for as long as you can. So just breathing down deep into your lungs and then exhaling all the way out. And that is something that has not just in the moment, like it'll help me get through the stressful moment. It'll help us have a less stressful life overall. And it actually has a lot of health benefits for our body as well, because we're actually getting way more oxygen. And it tells our central nervous system that everything's fine because the way our bodies are designed evolutionarily, biologically, is that when there is an imminent danger, like a threat right there, our bodies will not breathe slowly and deeply. They'll Mm -hmm. breathe really quick and short. And it's meant to be that way. Our bodies are designed to do that. So then if we adopt the practice of breathing really slowly and deeply, we tell our central nervous system like, hey, there's no threat right now. There's no immediate danger. And as you say that, I think about in nursing school, how we learned about the cortisone and everything and how it really negatively affects us in our body and distress and everything. That's what's keeping blood pressure up and that's what's keeping us, our heart beating and just keeping us in this mode that's very dangerous for us physically. And if something as simple as breathing can help that, isn't it always the simple things? can really just expand your life because the heart attacks, heart disease and all that stuff is a direct result of the cortisol and being in a constant fight or flight vibe. Again, <laughs> what I think about with this, I think about how in Genesis, God said life began with breath. So how interesting is that? How much of your life can be affected just by making sure you're breathing deeply and fully and filling your lungs completely, how much it really affects you overall, spiritually and physically. Breath is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Like it's something no one teaches you how to breathe either. When you talk about Genesis being like breath begins with life, like just remembering like you just breathe. (laughs) You just start breathing. Nobody needs to teach you. It just happens. It's just natural. And like that consciousness is just so, Amanda, as you were speaking, I found myself breathing more deeply as you were describing it. And so I'm like thinking about my body right now. It's true. Without that consciousness, a lot of times we end up in that shallow space. And it's like the more and more that we practice that deep place, the more and more we can slowly shift our body to that state of more, I'm held, I am supported rather than that fight, flight, or fight, fight, (laughs) fight, flight, or freeze. (laughs) The other thing is it is really common, at least in the West, to be pretty disconnected from our bodies. Yeah. When I think of like what is really valued in our culture, it is thinking, right? It's thinking. And and when we think about our body, a lot of times it's negative. Like I have to make my body smaller. My body can't do this when we do think about our bodies. But a lot of the time we walk around really disconnected from our bodies. And again, I think that if someone is experiencing that, I think that's really common in the West. This is not that something's wrong. It's kind of how we've been raised. And so being intentional with your breath brings you to have a deeper relationship with your body, which is the one thing that you're with this entire lifetime. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like it's the the most constant ally that we have is our body. Yeah, I agree. So question, since both of you do breath work of your everyday life type of thing, do you find that it's 
natural for you guys or just easy for you guys? Do you always breathe deeply from your diaphragm, stomach out, in and out? Or is it something that you still have to consciously think about all the time? I find myself breathing deeply. Like, I mean, when you're talking about the sink as an anchor, I find myself, if I am just standing still, like if I'm in a line, an airport, or if I'm in line at a grocery store, like the times where I find myself just standing still without it, the times where I feel like a lot of people like default to like, I'm going to scroll my phone those times <laughs> before I get on my phone. I'm like, okay, I'm going to breathe deeply here. I think that having an anchor place is really helpful for moving over into more deep breaths. But I think for me, at least, it's still a conscious practice. It's still a, I'm going to breathe a little bit more deeply here. I'm going to breathe a little bit more deeply here. I don't think I'm in the place, at least for me, where breathing deeply is the default yet. That's at least for me. What about you, Amanda? For me, it was the default. Like, did my yoga teacher training in 2018. Then I taught yoga a lot up until COVID. And so I did group classes and I did private lessons and then I practiced yoga. So for the second half of 2018, all of 2019 and the beginning of 2020, I would say that was something I did really regularly. And then that has slowly, as all of my life and habits changed during the pandemic, it's something I got away from and I have to be intentional with it now. And I choose to be intentional to try and bring that practice back to myself. That's something I want to try to remember to actively practice breathing deeply. It's something that costs nothing and takes nothing. It does make you feel so much better. Just a few deep, because I too found myself taking deep breaths with Amanda was talking. <laughs> it was very natural to try to. <laughs> right. And even then I can feel like I feel more relaxed and more calm in my nervous system. So that if those few short, deep breaths could do that, I, could, I need to make a more conscious decision to do it more often. So that's something I need to pray on as we try to work on. <laughs> right. I think like something else that we haven't mentioned yet that the breath does for me is it really brings me to the present moment. It helps me center in the now. Like yes. if I am breathing deeply right now, it is very integrating my thoughts, my body, all of it all at once. And so when I'm feeling stress about the past or stress, anxiety about the future, like breath can help center me into the present moment. So that's another place I find myself breathing deeply, other than standing in lines, <laughs> is when a moment is really beautiful. Like last night, I got a chance to hang out in a jacuzzi, like under the stars. It was so beautiful. And I found myself really just going, I'm just going to breathe this in. This is so beautiful and wonderful yeah. and magical. And when I do that, when I find myself in like the beautiful moments and I breathe it in, I almost like take a mental picture of it. Like I can go back to that moment a little bit more fully later because I like really grounded in and used my breath to like center into that moment. I can kind of remember different parts in my life where I did that. And I'm like, whoa, that's so vivid, probably even more vivid a memory than a camera could capture. So breath also does that for me, like aside from getting me away from other moments, it really enhances the present moment as it is. I love that you said that. That is so beautiful. For me, one of the big practices I have too, it's when I use my breath to really intentionally connect with the divine, connect with my spirituality. So like just pausing and taking a really big deep breath and like, oh yeah, 
I'm not alone. I'm totally connected. I'm totally protected. It's a way to bring myself back to intention. Yeah. I think another gift of breath is when we're doing this, when we're conscious of our own, we can more easily see where we could support others who maybe are breathing a little bit more shallowly. And like, do that kind of, let's take a breath together. Like the simple moves in life, you know, like, let's just take a breath. You seem a little stressed. Let's take a deep breath together. And that is a big move. It's a big, I don't know. I don't think my mom listens to this, but I do that with my mom a lot. Like sometimes my mom gets really stressed out and like a deep breath with her can really transform the moment. But I don't think I used to be able to see that. I can see it now because I'm a lot more conscious with my own breath. I'm laughing as you say that because well, my six-year-old, she's turned 16 this weekend, guys. Ooh, well, happy si- birthday. <laughs> my 16-year-old is in her hysterical teenage angst. And I'm like, just take a deep breath. I don't want to take a deep breath. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm not taking a deep breath. So it's funny you said, just invite people to take a deep breath. It's like another battle. I keep trying. <laughs> The thing about it is, though, when we breathe really deeply around someone that's having a stressful moment, then we're regulating our energy at the very least. So we're not adding to their stress. So even if they won't themselves take a deep breath, because I got a teenager too, (laughs) does that same thing sometimes, at least helps me to regulate myself in that stressful moment. And I just want to take a really quick second to acknowledge as well, like when we think about self-care and self-love in our culture, which are amazing things that are really important, but they've also gotten a little commercialized. Mm -hmm. Just go take a bubble bath and get a mani-pedi or you know what I'm saying? Like when I think about this is a really powerful practice for self-care to be intentional with your breath. It can ground you in the present moment. It can get you through stressful times. It's great for your physical body. It's totally free and it's going to help you regulate your nervous system just by breathing deeply. That is the number one self-care for me. If I think about it like that, nothing else I could possibly do hits all those things. You're right. That's kind of powerful. (laughs) That's a good place. That's like a nice summary too. So that's a great place to pause for this short episode. And we hope that you enjoyed it and come listen to more and and engage with us. We're excited to keep connecting. Bye. Bye. Bye.